When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, happy hump day and a warm one at that. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia in studio here at my talk 1071. We are now one less than a month away from the Minnesota State Fair because Julia told us yesterday we're 30 days away, less than a month away from the State Fair. Okay, that's the last time you're going to give us the countdown. Okay. Oh, Lori. No, you can't do it every day. State Fair rules. No, no, because I've, I've, I've dialed way back. The pandemic knocked the stuffing out of us when the year we couldn't do it. Yeah, so okay. I was All like, right. you're, never... willing, you're willing to let us talk about well, it on no, your talk but show? Like, <laughs> but you guys would want to like talk about State Fair Food June I, 1st. Well, we are we eat. Okay, but Julia, eaters. that is too early. That was just too early. We were just getting into summer. Okay. You yeah. know, we can't wish summer away. But now, yes, the State Fair <laughs> blinking lights. I just found all my tickets waiting for the Brandy Carlisle to be delivered. Oh. Yeah, those still haven't those come. haven't arrived yet. I oh. think they were going out today because she's like one month from today. Yes. That'll she's the a, first Friday. That's going to be a fun show. I thought or it's the, the, no, the chicks are the, the first Friday. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Good shows this year. Yeah, I know it. Okay, so, um, well. Big news on GMA. Will Reeve was in town and Gio Benitez, Julia. I know. And Will Reeve, though, was broadcasting. He did his live shot from the conservatory at Como and had all these hockey kids with him. And they did a cool little package and they called it the Sunken Garden. Robin even tweeted about how excited she was that they would be live from the Sunken Garden in St. Paul. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And you know what? It is a sunken, beautiful garden at Como Park. Yeah. So he had a will had a nice package, and I just love him too. He's Christopher Reeve's son, and he's just turned out to be a, an amazing correspondent on GMA. But he skated with some kids at an indoor hockey rink. I can't remember. Went to Birch Bark Books, did some about uh, we have more indigenous uh, people here of different tribes than anywhere else, and it was just a cool report. I'm waiting for GMA to. Post it, but the one they got up there right away because Gio Benitez, who stopped by on um, what's the show at nine? Minnesota Live, Minnesota which I'm going to tell you about. Did you watch it? I didn't get a oh, chance to watch it, but I watched the darling. Yeah, yeah, he's lovely. So, but he was broadcasting, and it was nice and dark this morning after that thunderstorm. Yes, it was. But from cool. like one of the decks at Target, it was a Budweiser Field. deck. That Is big, that the big Budweiser rooftop deck. And by the way, your Seattle Mariners beat our Twins today. Seven they to, did not. Yeah, they seven didn't. to eight. Yes, yeah, it so. was another another close, amazing, game. amazing fun game. Close game so. <gasps> 
He steals my mom five dollars. There you go. There well, you do go. we want to hear what happened? Down yeah, at yeah. Let's hear. He's going over all the food because one of the things, like people that do do these, I'm I, my family. We try and go to a different ball. We go to different ballparks for travel. Yeah. And of course, one of the things, food, food at these ballparks is always like the fun thing. So that's what they highlighted uh, from from this report. It's game time in Minneapolis at Target Field, and the crowd is going wild. <laughs> ready to get their hands on those enticing stadium snacks. Upstairs in the main concourse is where you can find a Cuban sandwich called the Tonio, named after the Twins Hall of Famer, Tony Oliva. This is Robert Gaston, the executive chef of Target Field. Tony's famous uh, quote was, if the only thing better if this Cuban sandwich was if it was in Cuba. We <laughs> sell tons of them it's it's always here it's always going to be and just down the stairs from one of the stadium's oldest offerings is one of its newest meet jared brewington owner of official fried chicken there's not a lot of bone-in chicken in any ballpark we also have tenders uh chicken sandwich and it's just been a wonderful experience thus far the skin is just absolutely crunchy and delicious and it wouldn't be the midwest without some red meat Meet Michael Giacomini and Ian Lofer, the co-owners of Red Cow. A family-owned establishment offering a sophisticated take on the classic burger. We put our own uh, beer mustard with some local beer in it, and we do a candied bacon, so some cayenne, a little sugar. And that's kind of what we do with all of our burgers. We just take kind of something that would be really, really classic and make it into something elevated. These burgers are fantastic. <laughs> and located right at center field is a Minneapolis mainstay, Kramarchuk's. Meet Orist and Nick Kramarchuk, the second and third generation owners. We've been around for 70 years um, in Twin Cities Institution. Serving Ukrainian brats with a Midwestern twist at Target Field since it opened back in 2010. We do a cheddar brat, which is a bratwurst that's smoked, but with big pieces of cheese in here in Minnesota. We're all about stuffing meat with cheese. <laughs> I love. I mean, you know that everyone wanted Gio to interview though. So I like everyone that he picked. All yeah. those, it was really fun. And that fried chicken place, by the way, yeah, it's, it's fast. Okay. It's fantastic, and it's yeah. fast. You can go up and order, and they've got these little boxes, and you literally have your order, and then the number will show up, and you just go grab it and take it. I'm talking, it's within two to three yeah, minutes, and you've so got good. really good fried chicken. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, but Gio, Lori, he was. Started. Let me just tell you. So yeah. he was on Minnesota Live, and it was Chris Egger. Joe Schmidt was sitting in today, who looks fantastic mm-hmm. and had a dapper suit on, and mm-hmm. Gio comes okay. in, and Gio's sitting there. And it was five fun facts. You know what? We're still waiting for you to do. Yes. I did this a couple years ago. Um, and <laughs> one of the fun facts about Gio from Good Morning America is that he was the very first person to ever record when the iPhone came out with video. He was the very first person to News record person or what? anybody oh, yeah. to record on a video. His iPhone broke. He needed a new one. He got in line. And he was a producer at the time in Miami where he grew up. And and his uh, whoever was with him said, you know, if you're getting the one with video, why don't you shoot something? And you said you wanted to be a reporter and here's your chance. Oh, why, wow. don't, why don't you do this reporting and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was very That's cute. Cool. That's cool. But he also talked about his, like, has he ever been starstruck? I think they asked him. Mm-hmm. And there's a video of him standing underneath basically J-Lo's outfit. He was that close. Oh, 
And so he shows this footage that he shot of J-Lo, and they're right, you know, she's wearing a bikini-ish thing with the diamonds, yeah, you know. Yeah, was this like and the, the Super Bowl? Coat. It looked like it was, might have been a Vegas or okay. somewhere. But he's right there, and he said, this isn't a Zoom. Right. This is me <laughs> right. Right, right there. Right. And he says, and I was starstruck. Yeah. He's got a great personality. Love him. Mm-hmm. Just great guy. So anyway, that was really kind of fun. We're KSCP, the, there's a little plug here from Gio oh, as the close in this segment. Yep. The food looks so good, and we've got one of the chefs right here responsible for some of that food, Yia Vang from Union Mung Kitchen. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate it. Twin Cities Insiders, my pal Kelsey Christensen from hey. KSTP, our powerhouse affiliate here in Minneapolis-St. Paul. So good to have you guys here. Thanks for having us. Tell me about this dish here. That's we've got good. the rice noodles. Good. It was so cute. Yeah, it was just so cute. So, I mean, like, he's just... Yeah. And he's on the road, okay? He just got promoted to do weekend anchoring at yes, GMA. Yes, And he said, like, do you always have a suitcase packed? packed? He said, yes. Yeah. I go every week imagine? somewhere new. Mm-hmm. A road where, back in the day, we traveled. I, I we traveled, traveled all, all the, the time, time yeah. for Carlson. And it, you didn't have TSA. You didn't have the... Well, rig- we could be at the airport 20 minutes before exactly. a flight It was left, so much you know? easier. Yeah. Question, when you guys were traveling for work, did you guys have the benefit of having your own hotel room? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. My we, company... Never, always had to share a hotel room on oh. work trips. The worst, and I'm not going to say their name, but they made us. They were so cheap. They made us share. Hotel well, I rooms. will say, on one trip I took when I worked for the hospitality to resort division of Radisson, uh, my boss did ask me and this other woman, Cynthia, if we would mind sharing rooms because we were in New York and it was so busy. It was expensive, and they were trying to watch. The the thing. And I yeah. loved Cynthia and I thought she was so fun. And it yeah. turned out to be the right call because that night when the president of the oh, company came and knocked on my door <sighs> and told me to let him in, oh, he wanted to talk to me. I had a witness and I had a bodyguard. <laughs> I had a witness so that I, when I went and complained about it, good for you. or, you know, just said, this is uncomfortable. Mm, very much so. I had somebody there and she's like, don't let him in, don't let him in. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, you're his type. Didn't anybody warn you? Oh, that's, this is this is a very true story. True story. All right, listen. When we come back, it's time for random thoughts. Hey, gang. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. Your partners in all your mortgage needs. If it's your first mortgage, if it's your seventh mortgage, whatever it is, you know we. I I think I've done five with David. Is that how many? I think so. Yeah. He's he's so wonderful. His team is so great. And again, when it comes time to getting the job done, being smart, making sure you know all your options and putting you in the one that fits best, this is the team to work with First Equity. Also, people, if you are struggling and for some reason or not have accumulated a lot of debt, debt. Yeah. Call, call them. Yeah, because homes are being, I mean, maybe you didn't qualify before for home equity, but the value of your home is so much more now. This could be, right. And yeah. so the number to call, um, First Equity Mortgage is 763-251-8000, or you go to um, mytalk1071.com, type in keyword David. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's random when you have to tell your kids, you know, you know, were you listening yesterday during random thoughts about the hornets? What, what's that, mom? You know, random thoughts. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just but, like, I love you boys so much. But Listen, mom, could you bring me some hornet spray? When yeah, you I know. Over? You guys take care of that? 
They had already done it, but okay. oh gosh, they're funny. That we went out funny. for pizza last night. Okay, so this is very random, and I want you all right now, Lori and Grant, to go to Rodney.com. Okay. Okay. Rodney.com. It's not something dirty. No, is it? not at all. Rodney.com. <laughs> it's a tie. I mean, there's a it, tie. Rodney yeah. Dangerfield. Yes. That's what it, I was thinking. Okay. This is the very, he was the very first entertainer to have his own website. Really? He launched Rodney.com in 1995. Wow. wow. And it, and on here, they, you know, it's still up and running. And I just kind of love some things. He, his birth name was Jacob Cohen. He had 70 appearances on Johnny Carson. His favorite movie role, what do you think it was, Grant? Caddyshack, for sure. What was his name? Oh. Al? I don't know. I don't know. Al Cervic? Yeah, yeah. That, that. But when he came out. So what? So let's dance. Yeah. Uh, when, he, <laughs> when he drove up in that golf cart. With the music and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not classic. just pee your pants? Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. He's got the horn, the loud. Oh, here's a classic Rodney joke that's right on this amazing yes. website. I will be coming to on a regular. Last week, I told my wife, if you could learn to cook, I could fire the chef. She said, if you could learn to make love, I could fire the chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> and this kind of surprised me. So they, they have these facts on them. That um, his stage name. It's a wonderful website. I told I I was this was on the machine and I just went deep in it. Yeah, he made forty five appearances on on Merv Griffin. Um, He wrote one autobiography. It's it's not easy being me, which I think would be a great read. Mm -hmm. His favorite activity says was smoking weed. (laughs) Do you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember the movie Ladybug where he was a coach and he dressed up a young man as a girl to play in the guys' air girls league. Oh, he was hysterical. Yeah, oh. this is a really good website. Here, it's got all of his clips I, of I'm his late you, night shows. Yeah. I, I was so delighted to find this, and yeah. then it's still up. Oh, this is great. Here, let's, let's just play one little okay. joke here I found on his top 100 Rodney Dangerfield jokes on YouTube. Hopefully this is still okay. Hey, relax, you know. Uh, the other night I was in a place I felt like having a few drinks. Someone opened a bartender I said, surprise me. He showed me a naked picture of my wife. <laughs> tell you the truth, my wife and I, we never have sex. No. Now, we get undressed, we can't stop laughing. You know? <laughs> I got no sex life. Uh, ten years ago, my wife put me on hold. My old man, he didn't help at all, my old man. We used to play tag and he'd drive. <laughs> Okay. So simple. He, he, it really, it really was, and so, and then now I need to go back to my other topic: mm-hmm. hornets. hornets. My um, friend who has a cabin on my lake, yes, in Wisconsin, just sends me a picture of the huge hornet bite on her face that she got on oh, her God. face. Ow! Last weekend. Oh boy. Hornets are real people. <laughs> well, no one was doubt. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean that they were, Julia. Oh. But that's an yeah, that's never been up for discussion like other things. <laughs> they are real. Hornet, I've never met anyone who've argued that hornets were a figment of our imagination. I, I remember when I got my hornet bite on my leg and it was just like it was hard and crusted and swollen like from Thank you for my the underwear, descriptive. underwear lying down to my knee. It, they're okay, bad. That Be is a little TMI. Be careful. Be, no pun intended. Be mm-hmm. careful. All right. If you're going to eat Elmer's glue <laughs> as a child. I do remember what it tastes like. I do too. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. smell. Same I like the, the play doh. Oh, totally. That's the, salt. The, the square sticks of whatever that was. Oh, yeah. That you would hate. Those to, were really hard, hard you had to, to get work, working. When work. Play Doh came along, that was like that was so a big much deal. softer <laughs> unless someone left the lid off. Right. But if there's six calories per teaspoon, <laughs> I just thought, I really, I just love this Ronnie D- Dangerfield site because, gosh, he was a classic. And it's a really, I mean, obviously someone's been keeping it up because it's beautifully done. It's, it really it, is. It's, it's, it, it really is. The keeping up his legacy with this website. This is just what? one to check out. Yeah. This okay. Is cool. Reader's Digest, my other favorite um, little spot to stop before the show. Is it? Oh, I go to rd.com. Oh, you do? Is that what Every it day. is? Rd? They've it's shortened rd.com. it? rd.com. And today they've got on... Remember um, when your grandma like pers- subscribed to that? Oh, my and it father come, had it in his yeah. bathroom all okay, the time. Yeah. Loved them. Yeah. And they were special sized. Yes. Um, the small ones. Yeah. yeah. For little hands. Uh-huh. Okay, so they have decided they're doing the best in every state um, list. And the best in every state in food is blueberry pancakes from Al's Breakfast in Minneapolis. And they um, said yeah, I agree. it's Yum. the quintessential representative of the state of Minnesota. The dinner plate size blueberry pancakes haven't changed. It Al's Breakfast has been in Dinky Town for 70 years it opens daily at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. $2.50 for pancakes, $3 for the blueberry. And if you want the pure maple syrup, you add $1.50. So yeah. total for blueberry pancakes and maple syrup, four fifty. That's That's unbelievable. Um, they are open. And they are delicious. And it's such, it's a cool place to go and experience, yeah. too. I remember, we got to go to Al's Diner. It was like Annie's Parlor. Got to go get the French yeah, fries yeah. at Annie's Parlor. And yeah, 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 yeah. Got to go to Al's Diner. But I want you to know that they only take cash or checks. Mm-hmm. Probably cash now. Mm-hmm. And that last year was I'd the first. Fit, I'd fit in just fine. You would. I mm-hmm. have cash. It was the first at Minnesota State Fair. The Pancake Slinger was at the Hamlin Church Dining Hall. They're coming back this year. And um, they're behind Hamlin's official new food, the Holy Hamloaf Breakfast Sandwich. <laughs> We're having them come on and taste at the fair, and that's the woman who's donating a percentage of the proceeds oh, to this really? house for um, wow, cool people. In well, they St. have Paul. lots of other good stuff there. I yeah. don't need to eat the ham loaf. Oh, I love a ham loaf. Oh, you and Casey, what is it with you guys and liverwurst and ham? No, loaf? because my mom had that <laughs> silver machine that oh, would the meat hook grinder on the end of the counter, okay. and just I can see her feeding in chunks of bologna. <laughs> And twir- twirling and twirling, and then she'd put in the pickles, and they would they would come out just good and juicy, and they'd shoot out in pretty forms. I always thought those were antiques, like oh, from the 1800s, when I've seen those things. Listen. I never knew people used them oh. in the 70s. Oh, we had we had it going, Grant. I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. It mm. was 
This no, handle. I, I, you see them in antique shops, and I thought they were like from oh, the no, turn of the we, century. My mother, oh, and yeah. loved ham salad. Yeah. To, okay. So to have it like in a yeah. sandwich. Yummy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I know. Sorry, Jen, about your bug bite. That looks like it hurts. <laughs> I just thought this was kind of funny because we've been talking about not so funny. All these people going to concerts and deciding to throw crap at the oh, musicians. Oh, so terrible. And it used to be classy back in the days. People would throw their underwear or bra. Yeah, yeah that's know? the kind of stuff to Soft be throwing. Soft landings. Soft, Soft things. things. Yes. You know? Wave a sign. Yeah. yeah. Wave a sign. But I want to know, someone threw uh, Drake... Yes. A 3G, 36G bra, and Drake picked it up and saw the size and said, quote, locate this woman immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Bring her my way. Which yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah, that's anyway, good. That's, that's all good. I got. Let's go out with one more Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. okay. Uh, my wife, I got no sex like The dog keeps watching me in the bedroom wants to learn how to beg. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to watch my wife and learn how to roll over and play dead. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, really was. Uh, All right, everybody. Lori and Julia here for learning our acts, and I always think, particularly when we have a book, like we had a book uh, club pick today, is that just the joy and escapism of reading, and how when reading is hard for whatever reason, you go to learning our acts to find out why uh, you're not a good reader. But it is such a joy in your oh. life, and it makes going to school be. A hundred times easier. If I would have had learning RX with my dyslexia growing up. That's right. It would have made a world of difference to you. And my sister, too, she said to me, she said, I always felt dumb because I was, I couldn't read and you and Carrie could read everything and Mm -hmm. school was so much easier for you. And that wasn't something that they diagnosed kids with back in the... You know, 70s or before that. Learning RX, it works. It gives um, your kids so much confidence. It's one-on-one brain training. But again, it's for people of all ages. Call today for your eye-opening assessment. Learning RX. Tomorrow, we'll be able to talk about everything um, Barbie. Yes. And there's a reason why we're playing this song. It's back in rotation after all these years. It's such a great song. Oh. Love. This was, was this, was off of Swampophilia. I think so. In Indigo Girls, one of my... I played it and played it. Yeah, everybody played did. It. It's so good. That song is so good. That is a song I'm surprised someone hasn't Covered. tried to re-record or cover yeah. like the Luke Kelly Holmes Clarkson fast cars. Would. Oh, I'd like to hear it. I would too. I would. Okay, so we're going to have uh, some travel stuff today. Yes. Um, because this was all over the news and I was, it got my attention. Because visiting Europe, we're going to have to do... A little thing for $8. My theory is that the European Union is just trying to collect a little tax from all the visitors are coming in. Mm -hmm. But according to the official travel site of the European Union, visitors from more than 60 countries, um, including the U.S., we will have to apply for something called European Travel Information Authorization uh, System. Itaius. so what is, how do we do this? Well, it's, it's starts January 1st, 2024. It's not a physical document. It'll be electronically linked to your passport. And um, so here's what you need to know. It will be an entry requirement. So if you don't have it, you won't get into the country. So if you're going to Paris next spring or UK, Italy next year, Spain. anywhere you're yep. going, you're going to have to do this. And maybe you're not working with the travel agent, so no one's going to remind you. Right. But um, it's like a travel visa. 
It is. It's a it's a little visa, and um, what you will do, you'll go to you'll go to um, there'll be an official website and mobile app, and it's not up yet. And you provide your passport information to this website, and parents and legal guardians can apply on behalf of minors, and it the it's valid for three years, and it really should almost come instantaneously but they you know they're going to have kinks to work out and it's a processing fee of seven euros which right now in today's dollars it's seven dollars and 74 cents so the dollar is a little bit stronger than the euro i just for purposes right now i just think of the euros dollar for dollar yes okay and that's been that for since like 2019. But according to the European Union, it will be minutes for most applications, but it could take up to 30 days. So oh. you should apply for this as soon as you book a European trip. And what we should know is we'll let you know when we know what the website is to and keep you abreast of the situation because that's. Yeah. Yep. You need to deal with it. So, okay. yeah. So that's, that's happening. And right. I'll, I'll make a reminder to double check on this in December and see how things are going. Okay. Here's yeah. one thing. I've got two different cruise lines that are having sales that you need to act fast on if you want to go on them. Viking River Cruises. They're always having sales. Okay. Well, you have to act by July 31st. I know one of my friends, Charlie, is going on one with 11 of her girlfriends, and they kind of all got that together. Um, Carnival Cruise Lines is having a huge sale. It's a 72-hour sale only, and it ends uh, tomorrow night at midnight, and it's 40% off sailings. Um, tickets starting at 239 per person, and there are restrictions, of course, but it's for select cruises through February of 2024. Yeah. I mean, that's dirt cheap. Well, it's inside cabin. Well, you could probably upgrade, but you're still getting a discount. Yeah. Do, do not poo-poo everything I say. I, I'm not. They're I'm always not, on sale. But they're this and that. Well, they are. And with cruises, you know, you do kind of, there's some navigating if you haven't cruised before. Like my dad always did the Viking, but once he started going on Viking, they cut the travel agent out and started giving him all these offers directly. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Dad, Don't what do about that. how you got right. steered to Viking in the first place? But my friend went on the very, you know, Virgin Atlantic, started oh, yeah, cruising. Yeah. I heard that was lovely. She went around Greece, which is on fire, I know. Yeah. Um, and she just said it was the most amazing, you know, brand new cruise ship. The Mediterranean is always a lovely, yeah. It's a lovely. uh, All the stops and stuff are so nice. But here's another little thing. I Um, already heard that. No, no, no. (laughs) But um, it might not be happening as much, but you'll still see it, or people will screenshot to show that they're traveling somewhere. Don't screenshot your boarding pass or take a picture of your boarding pass and put it on social media. But the youngins do this. Never. And the reason why is there's a lot of information. It's the same way. Don't leave your boarding pass in your seat pocket. Never. Tear it up and throw it away because your Your airline frequent flyer programs are not run like banks. And you can buy frequent flyer accounts on the dark web. And one of the ways they do this is with physical boarding passes or screenshots. I'm on my way to wherever. Yeah, There's so much that they can get from that. And it's a digital breadcrumb for I love that. People. Yes. 
Because you do see a lot of them sitting around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's all your information. Yeah. Tear it up. Tear, tear it, it up. up don't it post it. Nope. You that's know? private information. Well, it is, but people think, oh, what's on there? But there's um, a lot your of... Your name. Yeah, I know. Your middle initial. Right. Your frequent flyer number. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. TSA pre-check. Yes. You know, there's there, a lot of digital breadcrumb there. Okay, Delta Airlines also just announced that they're adding um, more winter flights from MSP Airport to the Caribbean, to Mexico, to Puerto Rico. They're beefing it up, realizing that it helped the carrier reach, you know, record high revenue. Yeah. So um, it's going to be... There's more flights there if you want to go and look at them. There might be some sales. And it's July and August. So what does that mean? You should be thinking about December, January, yes. February travel. Yes. So if you know you're wanting to go somewhere, this is when you book it. Because this is when you get your deals. Not in October. No. And, um, you know, January and February are off season for a lot of places that are warm. Hawaii, Mexico, Caribbean. So there are deals to be had, and if you know you're... Especially in the first week after New Year's. Yes, yeah, that, but but even until like that second week, the through the first weekend mm-hmm. of February. And um, so, yeah, you think July and August is when you should book December, January, February travel. If you know you're going somewhere over the holidays, look at it now. Okay. And the best way to figure out what's going on with that, I love Google Flights. Yes, and you can also... if You, you can track it there, yeah. and it'll give you the pricing alert. And, and if you book, and you've got registered Google Flights, and you they know that you booked this ticket, and they'll track it for yes. you. If it goes down... You get notified, too. And you can get a discount. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I I loved that this, this was a study. I was going to bring it, but it was not study of duh, but they... FloridaPanhandle.com and another tourism board in Europe got together and they analyzed pricing data from 100 popular vacation destinations. Have you heard about this study that they did? I'm just going to see what comes up and then I think I have. Well, they looked at the four and five star ratings of top tiered places, uh, resorts, and they looked at the time frame of December 21 to 27 and then May 19 to 25 for these hundred destinations. Okay. To come up with what are the top five most expensive and what are the least expensive out of all these hundred. So the most expensive place in the world to go is St. Bart. Oh, I I went there on a ship, on a catamaran. $1,852 per person per day, not including flights. I believe it 100%. Mm -hmm. It's the most lovely, small, beautiful, all five-star resort. It's all exclusive. Mm -hmm. It's all richy, 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 rich. So, yes, doing the cruise Mm -hmm. and visiting St. Bart, St. Lucia, like you did it with the sailing. Yeah, it's more affordable. Gestad, Switzerland. Oh, Gestad. Skiing. $1,500 a day, not including flights. None of these include flights. Aspen, Colorado is the third most expensive. That's $1,400. For for almost fifteen hundred, fourteen eighty seven per person per day. That's how much the hotel rooms are. And that's food why and it's it's the home to the celebrities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then Park City, which kind of surprised me. No, this me. is the biggest bummer. It has glory. Because when, when we went, it, it was like it was not so expensive. quaint. And in, in college, when we go, it was so quaint. It 
ever since the Sunday, film festival, yeah. Sundance, it kind of ruined it. And it is a richy rich and Deer Valley right there, too. Yeah. It's uh, $12.57 per person yeah. per day with your skiing, you know, everything. And then number five is Maui uh-huh. at 1000 okay. bucks per person per day. Okay. Although, you know, that's, again, they just looked at four and five they star only, properties. And they only looked at it the they, week during, after, yeah. between Christmas and then one at week in May. Times. Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Peak times. So, yeah, they weren't looking at condos or anything like that. But the least expensive... Tell us. Tell us. Uh, well, I... The only place I go is well, Warsaw, Poland. I wanted people just went to Poland like five years ago and loved it. Yeah, yeah. Warsaw, Poland is one hundred and fifty-five dollars per person per day, not including flights. So you're sure. staying at a four or five star that's, hotel. Yeah, that's doable. Very. And uh, so put Poland on your thing. Uh, uh, Nicaragua. I don't want to go. go there. Uh, La Antigua. Yeah. Okay, well, that's 167. It's right down there. And um, Sri Lanka. Oh. There's a lot of unrest there. So, yeah, no. I wouldn't go there. Either. 140. The cheap U.S. destinations. And North Korea. It's, yeah. it's a $25. <laughs> no, no. The cheap U.S. destinations, the cheapest places to stay in four and five star hotels in the U.S. Iowa. Oklahoma City, Little Rock, and Albuquerque. Hmm. So, they're not on your. Destination, you can no. stay at very nice hotels in any of those places. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> anyway, well, I love you could those go see the, the Clinton Library, which is supposed to be kind of lovely in Little yeah, Rock. Actually, it looks beautiful. Probably more to do than you think. In I all think these it's places. the new Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, we'll be right back. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak. Shirley Temples are non alcoholic beer. I've been dying to ask you about this one. So it must have been a repeat of Kelly Clarkson okay. that's making, because, you know, people are desperate for entertainment news, but <laughs> it is a repeat. At some point, Kristen Bell was oh, on yeah. earlier this spring with Kelly Clarkson and didn't register the first time around. But Kristen Bell shares with uh, Kelly Clarkson that her kids um, drink. She said, no, context is important, but she said, um, her kids drink non-alcoholic beer and there's or they ordered at restaurants yeah and she said you can judge me if you want but that's your problem because kelly's just like oh you know because their girls are like seven and nine yeah and so i would like you to hollywood speak when she said you can judge me if you want that's your problem Is that because her mom and his mom have both said to her, what the hell are you guys doing letting your kids drink non-alcoholic beer? Well, it's just an odd, it's an odd thing because do you want your kids to start liking beer really early? (laughs) Exactly. And and it feels like a gateway drug for a seven and nine-year-old. Well, the context part that she's referencing is the fact that Dak Shepard, her husband, is, is a recovering, recovering alcoholic. But there's no context there because... She doesn't explain it in the moment, but that's yeah. what the article is All right, I'm going to just but, say... But even if you're a recovering alcoholic, 
why why have your kids get used to drinking hoppy beer because then when they're in high school they're it's going to be real familiar surely like you said surely temple is one thing this is what like my parents when we went to the nco club for kitty dances so we could feel like a grown-up we got to order Shirley Temple. Exactly. And they were amazing. Yes. And it didn't make us develop a taste for alcohol because there was nothing in it. Seven that... Up and, and Grenadine, right? That's yes. And the cherry. And the cherry. And the, cherry. Oh, and the straw. And the cherry. And Tom Collins glass. I think, I, I think this is the strangest yeah. thing I that think... she's sharing it. And also that she, uh, having a husband who is, is in recovery and recovery. has relapsed. Right. Why would you want to have your kids develop a taste for beer? Why don't you take some aspirin because it looks like the opium that your dad <laughs> took? I don't I don't know. And I'm just me, you know, whatever. Yeah. It is for me. And if other parents out there, I mean, I at like 16, when my kids were 16 and 17, would let them sip my beer. Big deal. Big difference between but, seven and nine. Yeah, I, I don't just know. think it, it feels very odd because it's a... Uh, you know, I remember thinking I was my dad was having water, and I'd take a swig of it, and mm. it was a gin martini. Yeah, and no ice. And look or at how, look at what fond uh, mem- muscle memory you have for gin martinis. Although <laughs> I'm I'm almost a certain age, a really cool certain age uh-huh. that you get to be if you're still alive at that age. It's yeah. coming up in a month. Mm-hmm. That age, I still have a few days left. Yeah, and I I just had my first. Gin, there's this tonic water that my sister in law has, and this gin that's so special. It tasted like, like Hendrix. Hendrix. It was be, it was something besides Hendrix. Mm. It was so good, mm. and I'm like, I haven't had gin since I was nine years old. Sipping your dad, old, yeah. I sip my dad's thing, and I thought, why would yeah. anyone burn your throat like that? Oh yeah, my dad would call it beer pop. If we were watching the game yeah. together, because I would just oh. come up and want to drink like I thinking it's water. Yeah, I'd be like nope, that's beer pop. That's just beer pop. That means that you can't have that. And so it's a simple way for me to not experience exactly yeah. what you experienced. Hey, that's like me when we take the kids on the boat, you know, to the bars on the restaurants mm-hmm. or the bars on the lake. Yeah. Let's go to the restaurant bar. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did serve food and we eat food. And Let's go to the restaurant bar. Restaurant yeah. Bar. Beer pop. Anyway, yeah. I find it I, to it, be a really they do odd things though. Very, they and they let and they're us very, know. and they let us know they don't like to bathe. They let us know for people who like always want to be about protecting the privacy of their kids. They've talked about them a lot, a ton, a ton. We know Was a lot it about them these that kids. were talking about the bathing with Dax Shepard last week or something. Yeah, like, when know. is it too old to take a bath with your daughter? I don't know, but I, I just thought I, she better disable all her Instagram comments today. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, because. I just I found that to be just so odd for somebody who's with someone in recovery because there would could would even be the school of thought I'm thinking maybe AA don't even drink a non-alcoholic beer if you have a problem because it brings up the, the feel of the can the feel of no, the bottle I, I disagree I know people who are in recovery and have I, I know that beer. but for some people that they would say don't even do that until you are really way sure. past the point because yeah. it brings up well maybe I could just have I'm just saying I could Everybody's see it's a yeah. slippery yep. slope and, and someone would struggle they would say tell you don't even have one of those man you know mm-hmm. stay away just a weird parenting thing. Very. Okay, Megan Very. Fox, and we posted She's this. She's still breastfeeding. Yeah, <laughs> she does kidding. not. Megan Fox, <laughs> she posted a photo. She's wearing a Jean-Paul Gaultier, like one of these dresses that gives you, like you don't, it's an optical illusion. Is it there or isn't? 
kind of dress. It's stripy. It's weird. Like, if you stare too long... Your eyes are going to go crack. It's got some waves in it, but the thing that I've noticed, it's one of those dresses where I feel like, depending on where you're standing, you're going to get more see You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's an angle dress. Oh, she posts the photos. (laughs) It's it's a turn in the lighting that way. Yes. And And we posted this for you. From day to night. Yeah, and she captioned it. (laughs) These are not my nipples. Calm down. They're safely and completely hidden under nipple covers. So no worries. We will all live another day without a rip in the space-time continuum. Oh, I love that comment. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's a, what does that mean? That's it's a, a nod to Back to the Future. Space-time continuum yeah. is when, but I mean, like, was she It's a it? thirst trap yeah. that she's trying to make sound uh, like it's... She's doing taking something for the whole entire team when really she's just like, why should that biatch uh, Emily Radikowski get all the clicks? Well, here's there the problem. I've got there just as hot go. of a body Here, as she does. Here's there the problem well with said. all of this, though. She is dating and engaged to the most jealous man in the world. Yes. Yeah. So I'm surprised. I think this is her. Oh no, he loves. He encourages her. Oh my gosh, her. I'm just looking at that. Yes, yeah. what it's is posted. that? It's a Jean Paul Gaultier optical illusion dress. Yeah. It's it's a look at me. It's a look You're at right, me for Lori. Sure. Why should Emily Radikowski and Kim Kardashian get all the clicks? I agree. Damn Megan, it! You are sexy, Megan. Show it. Show it. Show it. I think it's cool. But she's wow. trying to get more followers. Mm-hmm. What she's Did doing. You find, it's do you working. follow her, Grant? I do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've had. A, I've had. Yeah. She is since her Transformers. Oh, don't you think she looks very Kardashian though? She, too, like she's getting. She does. They're getting the uh, plastic surgery face well, that the West Coast people. They her, all have when, the same face. When MGK, there's that while there where MGK and Travis Scott became good buddies, and yeah. she was hanging out with the Kardashians, and there was this real like effort to kind of. Mo- yeah, you can see. He that likes shift. this. He likes. This the voice, you know, he's fine he likes, with that. As long as it's not coming right in front of him at a carnival, right. he doesn't mind it. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, if I told you that the five second rule is true or a myth, what would you say the Hollywood speak would be? If and they the were five to study second rule of something dropped on the floor and you put it in your mouth because it's five seconds. Yeah, I never really. If it's a grape or something, I'd pick it up and eat it and wash yeah, it. A little I dirt don't care. Won't hurt. A little dirt. Won't if it's hurt. covered, if it's yeah. got a cover, protective covering. Yeah, I don't care. If it's something you could rinse off, would yes. you rinse it? Absolutely. And I'd even rinse a piece of steak. <laughs> okay, a piece of steak. All right. Well, here's the deal: Hell bacteria yeah. is instantly transferred to food from okay. the floor. Oh. There is no five second myth. Oh, I don't even. Yeah, you're gonna the, get germs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't you care. know where it came from. I don't even care. Little, oh, but it's good. A little. Okay, dirt won't no, hurt. but I don't care about the germs because they're my germs in my house. Well, but it's like um, it gets contaminated right away. So if you did let someone walk in and they had dog poop on your, well, I would never. Do there, okay, but I'm yeah, just yeah. saying that's a way to get other bad sure, things. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the bad things that Grant and I are intimately aware of from having <laughs> this kind of a thing. But the five second rule. Started with Genghis Khan, the founder and ruler of the Mongolian Empire in the 13th century. If food was dropped in his banquet hall, he would decide whether or not it could be picked up, like if a platter, you know, of all the pig meat or whatever, whatever they had. And then it kind of became his edict was yes, if it, as long as it was picked up right away, you, it could be served. That's where it came from. That's it so funny. All the way back to that. That's funny. Uh, it just depends on what it is and where you are. I think it depends on if you can wash it. Yeah, I, that's why I say I rinse it. Yeah, yeah. but 
Yeah, kids, they're eating up the floor. Who There's cares? no stopping them. They're eating they're they're building up their germs. And then yeah, they're, they're building up their immunity. You need to have an immune system. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lori. All right, we'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia.